From wild NBA playoff headlines to new signings and Supermax contracts in the NFL, all the way to our special NFL mock draft segment, we're going to review all the breaking news and debate all the hottest topics, all on this week's edition of the Wild Cards. Now, I don't say this often. I don't say this often. Now, I don't say this often. He's going to be a wild card in the league. Welcome back to the Wild Cards podcast. I am one of your hosts, Coleman Madlin. I'm joined here today with my good friends and colleagues, Joshua Sykes. Brandon Hartke. Wow. It's a beautiful day out. Actually, I don't know. I haven't been outside yet today. Um, major kid, news. Let's get right into it. touch grass. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, major news. Let's get right into it. So, first thing, NBA world. Draymond Green. What are you doing, man? Come on, man. Stupid. Come on, Draymond Green. Uh, I think he just wanted to be able to go home and um, do his podcast. That's probably what I... Probably. Yeah. Um, but anyways, if you are not aware, you know, if you're, if you're living under a rock, you, you... St- Never mind. Um... Draymond Green was suspended one game without pay, mind you, for stepping on Sabonis. Um, no, hey, listen, I, I have something to say about that in a second. Uh, he got suspended for one game without pay for stepping on DeMontis Sabonis and uh, other, and he did some other stupid stuff throughout that game. But he stepped on Sabonis. Apparently, Sabonis injured his um, sternum, which yeah, I doubt. Chest. Sure, well, man. I saw a Called video. the sternum. He, he was chest bumping people at the end of the game, dude. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, dude. Then he had to get X-rays. Sure, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all optics. I saw that the the, the Warriors are mad they're i think it was the the quote they are livid that draymond got suspended um and i, I mentioned that he got, he got he got suspended without pay the, the reason i included that was i was watching flight reacts uh <laughs> last night do a rant because you know he loves the warriors flight reacts look being at curry a, man look at so, so inspirational, inspirational dude. He's, yeah uh, um but yeah i was watching flight reacts and <laughs> flight made it you know he made a really great point you know this man has a family i think he said you're just gonna you're gonna suspend this guy without pay and he has a family. I mean, really, Adam Silver. I mean, that's not really cool, dude. You know, Draymond has Draymond has bills to pay, and I don't know if he'll make it. Uh, I think that's. I think he'll be all right. <laughs> you think? I think he's got it. Dude. That, he's that's got, a, Draymond makes some good money with his mouth. And what is he? He's like twelve years in the NBA. If he doesn't have money saved up, and he has game, twelve years left to live, bro. He's like eighty years old. Damn. Yeah. You got to get out to the. You got to get out to Draymond Cancun. Pretty good money with his mouth. I, I know. Money. Obviously, it's a joke. I just wanted to point out what my good friend. You know, I, I, me and Flight, we go way back. Oh, yeah. uh, so Brandon, what else did Draymond do besides stepping on Sabonis after in that one play? I mean, the the whole, the whole debate is that Sabonis held him down, or there was some tie up, and basically Draymond, if you saw from a camera angle, I think it was a the end to end camera angle, not the side to side. You saw that Draymond got kind of frustrated um, by the little tie up, and he ended up stepping on Sabonis. Uh, it was probably one of those in the moment things. You know, you're mad. I don't think he has great control over over his actions in his head, which is kind of unfortunate. But um, Brandon, break down. What else was he doing during that time? Like, why was he? Why was he? It, it, I think he would have been ejected for that, but I don't think he would have been suspended without pay just for that. Or am I wrong? Tell me what else he was doing throughout that game. Brandon, I got you. Well, first of all, the Kings have been pushing him all series, doing like some crazy antics back and forth. Like Malik Monk has been doing stuff. Sabonis obviously has been doing stuff. Like I think game one, I think it was, he uh, pulled down Draymond Green. They got in a little scuffle after a rebound and uh, were late coming back on defense. And uh, people were saying Sabonis was trying to get Draymond right there to do something stupid like he did in game two. But, I mean, people were saying that the Kings have been doing this all series just to try to get something out of Draymond. And they, they did. So, I mean, kudos to them, I guess. Draymond's dumb enough to do it, though. So Yeah, I mean, it looked... I like I was like Josh said, I watched the video and it looked like he was like protecting his head because he had just fallen on the ground. It was just unfortunate that he grabbed Draymond's foot. And then, you know, Draymond being clumsy, like the donkey from Shrek, stepped on his... That, that's crazy. That's <laughs> wild. You can't tell me he doesn't look like the donkey. He does, but that's wild. He stepped <laughs> on his chest. Okay. He did, yeah, he stepped on his chest. All right. 
Um, but yeah, he's gonna be suspended for one game. So next game, I think it's they're gonna be in this tonight, Chase Center. They're in the yeah the Warriors Chase Center. I think right. They, it's not Oracle anymore. Yep. They they're in Chase Center tonight, which is the night we're recording this. The the April April twentieth four twenty. Um, we're blaze it day. Oh, we're, it is four twenty. It is four twenty. But yeah, he'll be suspended for without pay for the next game. And Sabonis is questionable. I bet he'll play a fair amount. In my opinion, yeah. I think he's gonna play a fair amount. I think the Kings would. It's in their best interest to say that he's not playing. Just to I mean, but I'm well, sure both like, these NBA like if they. It's better to play him because the Warriors have to play small tonight. I mean, well, obviously, I mean they're gonna play. I mean, they always play small, but like without Draymond there to stop Sabonis, if he plays like let's say half his minutes, so like twenty-two, I mean, it's good enough to get them a big enough lead to where they can close out the game with the most clutch player in the NBA. And and who who are the Warriors gonna put? They have Kevon Looney. They have, um, they I mean they have uh oh what's his name Kevon Looney. They've, they have Kaminga, but I mean, and he they have Iguodala if they want to see a fossil, you know, run out there. They also have who do they have? They have um. I want Iguodala. Here's bones crack. They could also plug in Anthony Lamb in there. Um, I know he's kind of buns, and he, I mean, he's he's basically a ten day contract player, as Flight Reacts would say. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm a ten day player. The Warriors didn't give it to James Wiseman. I mean, he's not like he doesn't. James Wiseman doesn't score, but he's a great defensive player. I mean. He's gonna be out of the Pistons for in a couple days anyway, so yeah, which is good. It was me because he's Bonds. All right, all right. So we're moving on the NBA playoffs. Um, Coleman, what are your opinions so far? I mean, we could just look at the slate of games. I mean, we just talked about the Warriors Kings. I am just really, really, really. Who wins that though? Kings okay, up listen. Who, what's the Kings the are up to. I am really, really proud of how. I, I wouldn't say proud. It's like I'm like an NBA. <laughs> like you're like a father. I'm really big on the Kings. I, I mean, I really think that the Warriors are still going to pull this out. To be quite frank, I think the Warriors can still come back. Come if any back team can from, come back from back, a three zero, from three zero. If any team can come back from a three zero win, it is the four time. Okay, most so the, so you're saying they lose game three. Warriors yes, will lose game and they three. Can, and they still can come, even if they even if they lose, yes, they can still come back from three down. I okay, still think they can do it. What's your prediction? So, like, what would be like three to what? It's going to be four to three. Oh, was, uh, yeah, the Warriors are going to win in, in seven. Okay. Well, yeah, you think, the, the Warriors think are going to win in seven. Right. I think the Warriors can. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I really, I have, I have faith in the Warriors. I, I have faith in Steve Kerr, even though he really just has to sit back and do nothing. Um, most of his coaching is done off the floor or off the off the court. I think that. <clears throat> Uh, I think another series that has stood out to me so far is the Cavs-Knicks series. I mean, we knew this was going to be a close series, but to the point that, I mean, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, I mean, they are su- they have such a great young core there in Cleveland. I think it's really cool to see what they're doing, building this early. I think they have more pieces to add in, the, in their future. Um, and Getting the Mobley. Fact, yeah, and, Mo- and Mobley's playing out- outstanding. Uh, he's the best player on that team. They have yeah. Karis Levert. Me. I mean, he's a good six, man. Yeah, uh, a bunch of bunch of great deep. guys on the team. I mean, sometimes he's kind of buns. Obviously, like the Cavs, Knicks, and the Suns, like Clippers. I mean, there four and four five. Fives, so. I mean, yeah, they're they, going to be they close sh- games. They should be the best. So those are two two series that have stood out for me. I, I mean, not the other four or five series. What about the Warriors? I mean, not Warriors. Uh, the Suns, Clippers. No. What about Denver and Timberwolves? I, I don't. How are we feeling, Colin? As a, as an avid Timberwolves fan, I'll I'll say tune into the podcast and in, in either either next week or the week after to hear my thoughts about the series once it when once they lose. Dude, dude, y'all y'all had a lose. good spark of light. Like I like I saw when I was watching all play, I was like, dude, they have a good team. Maybe maybe a good future. And then it's like fourth, I would qu- say good fourth quarter comes around and it's like y'all forget how to play. And Jamal yep. Murray, you know, had oh, that man. bubble dome last night. The Wolves usually play like. Two out of the four quarters, I'd say they play really well. Two out of the four quarters, the other two, the other two quarters they're lost. Cat, as much as I love him, man, 
I think that the fact that he's it's it's so late I wouldn't say it's late in his career but we're getting to the point where he's so inconsistent for how long he's been in the league he can't be shooting three field goals I mean he can't be making three field goals a game it's it's ridiculous the size that he has the potential he has if you he's the size to where if if he just was more aggressive and he got in the I, I feel like he could just do so much work in the paint on on these smaller forwards and smaller centers in the league because he's seven feet tall um and and he's pretty built and i i don't see how he's not using that to his advantage i feel like he he's a great three-point shooter but he's almost waiting for that three-point shot to hit in order to get in rhythm when he can do so much more in the paint do you guys agree with that yeah but he has yeah. to space the floor too rudy's out there i, I mean that's and the rudy problem that's, come that, out that's some the of the line. yeah exactly that's some of the problem i have with the timberwolves thing i mean all right we'll we'll we'll, we'll go over that later we'll go over that we'll, like a few podcasts um in a little bit i think that's a great thing to talk about the, the whole that's just I mean, what do you think about the Bucks and the Heat with Giannis. I mean, I think Giannis is going to come back, right? Isn't he? I, I mean, would say so. I would think he would come back, but I mean, last night wouldn't they? They won. They won. What was it? One thirty-eight to one twenty-two. And he's out with without his, Giannis. A ba- yeah, I know, but they, they're, they're so Beach. deep. There, the Bucks are just a great team overall. Yeah, but now they go to South Beach. Which oh I think, wow! I th- South I think, Beach. What are the BBL? The Lord's going to treat him poorly. Tyler is out now. Oh. Yeah, Tyler Hero's out. Uh, reigning sixth man of the year, and we'll talk about that in a second. Best shooter, awards, but. best shooter, and he plays defense. You have Duncan Robinson, that's a shooter. <laughs> he but he can't play money. defense. Uh, he gets. <laughs> I mean, I saw a, I saw a post that said he gets paid like three million dollars per shot, something like that. He is just so trash. And then Victor, you have Victor Oladipo on that team that he can play defense, he but can. he can't shoot yeah. as well as Tyler Hero. So I mean, it's a bunch of one side, one way players. Yeah. Um, really you lost your best two way. I mean, it's unfortunate. And, I, th- I still think Miami will lose the series, but I think they can take another game. I think playoff I think Jimmy four two, yeah. Or I think playoff I think Jimmy can do six. something in South Beach, either the first or second game. Well, obviously, I don't know. It, it could go seven though. If they, if South I don't Beach think it goes rocking. seven. I think they needed Tyler. I don't think don't he's know. like the I big think, difference maker, but he's. I mean, I guess he is because I think the game six will decide if it goes. I mean, obviously, it will decide if it goes seven, but like it depends on if they're uh, winning at home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I get you. I mean, think, all Miami has to do now is just win home games, and they win yeah. the series. So. They have to go crazy in South Beach for in order for them. They need, they so need we'll 2013 tonight, wideouts. They need wideouts. That's yeah, what they, they need. They just need LeBron to make his decision again. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's the, what's the music? What's the music I'm again? Coming home. I'm coming. <laughs> Wait, no, but that would be for Cleveland. That's when he came back to Cleveland. Anyway, I think that um, they, they got to put Udonis Haslam in. You know, he has for so much. Sure. He has more experience than all the players on Miami combined, and he's he's a fossil. I think he I think he can drop 40. Um, Right, last question. I think he, I think he needs to drop forty if they're gonna win, if they're gonna win this series. Basically, is what I'm saying. Next question: Do you think the Hawks get swept? Unfortunately, yeah. yeah you, not Josh? even close. It's, I mean, Trey Young, no most overrated player in the league. I I think he's a little overrated, but I also think well, I mean, it was voted that way. I'm just saying I, he was he was voted. I think what was that a poll by players and coaches or just players? I don't players. Remember. I think, I think it was just players. So coach. players in the NBA voted Trey Young most overrated player. They also voted. They, what You'd did they see vote? It. They voted. Um, they voted Drew Holiday the best defensive defender, player, which I am the most underrated. I mean, he I, is. I, dude, I think I agree with both. He's behind Giannis, though. You know what I'm saying? Like that's hard to be like. And pause. Um, but yeah, very last series. Do you guys want to talk about the the Suns Clippers really quick? So we have we have an think, avid Suns fan here. I think Josh. that one goes to seven. Really? No. Yeah. The fact that the Clippers no. were, able to, were able to pull off a game without Paul George and without Russ hitting more than in three Phoenix, shots in, in, Phoenix. in yeah, Phoenix, but then you Arizona. had then you had Russ play out of his mind. He had yeah, that, that almost was, thirty, and then Kawhi sure, had thirty, and they still lost. I'm I mean, sure like, you've seen the, the headline that that was the best three in what oh, seventeen yeah, game sure. of all time. I've never I seen he, anything. I like Russell Westbrook. I'm put that out there right now. Me too. I, like I love him. He's, he's a, great a good player. player. Great player. He just had 
a rough stint, and then the Lakers wouldn't allow him to do what he needed to rough do. Rough two years, I'd say. He's, he's had a rough couple. But, I mean, he's just – I don't know. I, I still think the game – I mean, I feel like the Suns win both L.A. games, and then I think they close out in game five. I really – I mean, I just – we have to see how it molds, like, the team together. So, like, KD, how he fits in with the pieces that they already have. I mean, it's taking shape a little bit. This series is going to be like a little warm-up series for them that they're going to play Denver. So we'll see how it all works out, I guess. But I, I yeah. think it's still Suns in five. And that was my earlier prediction, though. So you should, you just didn't game. expect the game to go that early. I didn't. I thought they'd go up 2-0. I thought, they'd, I thought then L.A. would win one in L.A. But it's no big deal, honestly. All right. Well, by, the time, by the time we do our next podcast, the series will be able have the series will have unfolded a bit further uh, i think we should move on now to our nba awards that have been revealed so far so the nba um they have done they're doing four awards in in four days so i think it was on monday they revealed that mike brown or it might have been tuesday mike brown uh first ever unanimous coach of the year i think he's a no very surprise. very well no surprise that he's gonna win it but unanimous first ever to do it surprise either though i, I honestly i agree Who would you pick over mike brown exactly there's no there's no real i mean steve kerr no he, he doesn't. He's not Steve really a coach. A good coach. It was Mark at OKC and then Joe Mazzulla at Celtics. Yeah, Those were the yeah. But you got to think, Celtics have a lot of talent. He's obviously gonna be a good coach because they're gonna win games. Yeah, you can put stop the cap. Yeah, pretty much anyone but me. In there. Yeah, and then OKC. I mean, they had a good year, but they, but they also, they uh, also they didn't have make a great future. So if anything, I think they they should they should have GM of the year, and he's probably gonna win GM of the decade. Every, yeah, <laughs> Dude, he's probably win the GM. He's stockpiling picks like COVID twenty four is about to come out. Uh, I think that they they chose the coach of the year yesterday. That's when they posted it. Was yesterday. So yeah, but uh, and then the the second award to come out was Darren Fox winning Clutch Player of the Year. I just want to say that was my pick. Oh, wow, I'm Got sure in. it definitely wasn't everyone other everyone else. Yeah, you definitely either. didn't look at like the number one player yeah. to take him. Well, I mean, I like Darren Fox. Don't get me wrong. So he went to. Kentucky. I mean, there was not really a uh, really there was not really a, picked against. There him. wasn't really a, a comparison. I mean, or a, a second place would it be Jimmy Jimmy Butler would be second. It was, place. It was, John made it the was Jimmy the Butler players. and Demar Derozan were the other top three great clutch players. Yeah. I love all those guys. John made the argument for those. Uh, well, I, I mean, did. I did make the I'm argument. I'm saying I, I won the pick. <clears throat> okay. Well, sure. We, 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 move, on, we move on to the next one. Congrats. I won Defensive Player of the Year with Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, but who's you gonna pick? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. had a great year defensively. Still Coleman's what did he have? Three blocks a game. Saying? Still Coleman's not had a pick right yet. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I got the I got the what's it called right. Technically, we all got Three Mike Brown right. Uh, that was harder to pick than these. These are pretty obvious. Okay. Whatever you want to tell yourself, buddy. No, I, I mean, I obviously I no, clearly it's okay. won the thing. It's okay, man. It's um. Okay. So yeah, Jaron Jackson Jr. Jaron Jackson Jr. wins Defensive Player of the Year. Very deserving. Um. He's a beast. I, I even though there's some allegations of stat padding. Uh. At, at, at Grizzlies home games, I still think that he, uh, I still think he's the, one of the best defenders in the league, and he deserved it this year. Um, and then the one that's coming out today on April twentieth, uh, the day that this podcast is being recorded, it will be already re- announced by the time we release this on the on Friday at eleven Central Time. Um, but six men of the year next year when the rules get you know re redone the minute rules for the certain awards, I think Emmanuel quickly has a lot of minutes to be considered a six man of the year. He's put a, played a big part of that Knicks offense. Who made that pick? Or Nick's team. I don't know. Who did? You? I think it was me. Well, I mean, I, sure. I no, mean, it was Josh. I'm just, Josh. Ma- I would, hey, I'm just saying. And then the MVP, I think, is going to be Joel Embiid. But that yeah. is yet to be announced. I think that's announced on... Well, didn't, they already did Rookie of the Year, right? Wasn't that Paulo? No. Or, they, I mean, they just got leaked. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, I think for I think. Well, wasn't he supposed to be unanimous? And then like, a, and then, so the jazz my, my like boy, reporter, yeah, jazz for the, for the like the the Utah Herald or something, the the Salt Lake City Post or some 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 small news yeah. organization got uh picked purely by the numbers. Walker Kessler, which you know. <laughs> He is I mean, the I top. Hate it. I don't hate it at all, but it's also like, bro is definitely doing that for attention. I'm well, sorry. Obviously. No matter how much, dude, he wants to put his. his but do his, you believe Paulo should be a, a unanimous rookie of the year? No, no. Okay. I mean, I, I'm surprised that he would. Are the Magic was, even in the playoffs? Like, no. They, no. I just are the that, Jazz in the question. playoffs? <laughs> no. But like, I mean, like, if you want to be unanimous, wouldn't you like, you know, carry your team at least? Well, I mean, none of those guys did. Did he have a great stat? I mean, I guess you could say Jalen Williams, but they didn't make the playoffs either. Yeah, but he didn't in. carry his team, though. I mean, and he didn't carry his team. No, the, the person who carried his team the most was Paulo Bancaro because he was asked to do so much at the beginning of the year for the Orlando Magic. I mean, he was number one overall pick, so I mean, you go to a team that needs the most help. Yeah, but think about. Okay, sure, yes, but I, I also think that there's been some number one picks in the past, like who, who go in. I mean, <laughs> oh, you said it. I just want to ask, can you back that up? I'm uh, just asking. Markel Fultz okay, was he asked me. to do the most when he was drafted? Was he the number one pick? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, at that time he was. I don't think a lot of. I don't think every rookie goes into the lead. And wait, or Ben Simmons went number one. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't asked to do anything because he barely played. Yeah, they. You're thinking that, but it's not automatic. I mean, sure, you want to, you want, you want to develop your guy. You don't want to put him in, plug him in like he's an NBA veteran. Well, of course, wait, of course, they're gonna get plugged in though, because like they're going to poverty teams. Like yeah, these guys three. are I mean, need right. players. That's what I'm they saying, need scores. Yeah, they're gonna they they're asked to do a lot as rookies. Yes, is the most of them pick. are, and Paolo Bancaro was number one pick. You're pretty much the team is betting on you to be their franchise player. I also want to add that I, I think it's fair to add that Walker Kessler did get traded from you know, so he had his he had his destination. His path. he probably had an apartment picked out and everything. Um, then he got traded to the yeah, uh, that the terrible, Jazz. terrible. <sighs> that's for another day uh the tim conley master class all right <laughs> uh but i think that walker kessler had a little bit more you know he didn't get his way into the lineup immediately he wasn't supposed to be the rookie of the year he wasn't even supposed to be close to a, a top you know three candidates for rookie of the year paulo wasn't oh Ra- I, i'm sorry i thought yeah. you were i was uh, mixed up there. well paulo was so in terms of overperforming for the, the for the i think walker kessler had the most overperformance but yeah um but yeah there's that so those are the the awards that have come out so far and also what we think about the the ones that will come out again the the rookie of the year has been leaked it hasn't been officially revealed yet i don't think i don't think no i I, either i don't think it um and then i think next the next biggest piece of news to talk about kind of developed early in the or mid mid week jalen hurts he becomes the highest jalen hurts becomes the highest paid player in nfl history bro i got that nfl history nfl history yeah and not in terms of like amount of money because of course Mahomes has a bigger number on his contract but for this is for like a per per year basis I think he's the highest paid player in NFL history but yeah that's not gonna kick in till later though yeah so he has a cu- contract currently right now is he still on his rookie yeah he's next year he's like on his rookie contract so he gets because ex- it was an extension yeah so he gets extended after next year it'll be five years 255 million dollars but Brandon and Josh you guys want to break down how that money gets employed into his into his bank account so I mean pretty much it's just gonna be like the next until 2020 i think it was up till 2026 he's gonna get paid like 20 i think the most is like 25 at 2026 so not a big contract so not huge and he won't take up a lot of cap space for the eagles that are trying to make a playoff push obviously uh not playoff push but like a super bowl chance and um talk, you talk tw- louder and into your mic yeah in 2027 though he he kicks it up to like 50 50.1 i think it was and then uh the next year it's gonna be like 60 million unbelievable that's crazy that's it gets going 
Um, so yeah, for sure. But again, it won't as Mahomes has the bigger overall contract, but this guy, uh, but Jay he also Hurts, has a longer contract. He though. has a longer contract, so it's less per year. Um, over uh, in general, I think that. Uh, but it's barely, it's just by a small amount. Because yeah. if you look, it's I think it's by like one million. It might be per year. They're extra. still not gonna have to worry. Do about you want? I have the exact dude. numbers for oh, like the cap hit. Oh, sure, go for it. Okay. So, like Josh said, he's still on his rookie contract. So this coming year, twenty twenty three, he only takes up six million dollars. Then in twenty twenty four, it's fourteen. Twenty twenty five, it goes up to twenty two, and then to twenty twenty six, he goes up to thirty two million dollars. Jeez. Uh, um, which I mean, it makes sense because they want to build now and then. Yeah, because once the, that ca- once all that money hits, where the Eagles have to pay them out, they're not going to have the money for the other players. They're not going to be able to like this. Just this, just this past year, they had to, you know, re- redo a lot of contracts, cut a lot of guys because they had so many talented players on their lineup and who needed extensions on their contracts. So they're trying to build something in the next couple, three, two, three years, to where they'll be in rebuild mode. Unfortunately for Jalen Hurts uh, and the rest of the Eagles fan base and franchise after that three years because there's no way there's gonna be enough money to pay these star players how much is he making in 2026 2026 he's making exact number 31.77 million dollars so we so we make that last week right with the podcast well yeah so that's kind of our like our weekly so we we spend a lot of our expenses isn't it well that's like how much we spent on our trip to cabo yeah i mean in the in the club we spent it with drake right Do do you think he deserves the contract or did you think he you know, just performed because he had a stack team. That's a great. That's a Oof. great question. That is actually. I really question. think he's. You honest take. I think Jalen Hurts is overrated. Yeah. I think he's overrated, um, especially with how I think the he's a worse. I think he's a worse Lamar Jackson. Exactly, which we'll go into in a bit because Lamar contract, Lamar Jackson's contract got leaked apparently as well. Um, but as for Jalen Hurts, would you agree that? Ever since his, you know, playoff run and he went to the Super Bowl and got owned stack by Patty team. with yeah. a stacked team, which will probably, that's one of those, the Eagles team in 2022 and 2020, um, Eagles team in 2022 and 2023, the early season, uh, the playoffs, I, I I think that that, those are one of those teams that just don't, they don't occur very often. It's when, oh. it's when the, the cap space and the, the, the quality of players who are on rookie contracts, you know, small contracts, when it lines up perfectly where you get a lot of talent for People not staying long enough. Yeah. yeah. And that, that's where you get one of those. I, I don't think that's sustainable. They, they're not a, they're not they're not going to be a um a, a dynasty like the warriors or the, or the the patriots you know you know what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah i understand um, i get what you're saying well, i mean they yeah. have their top three like jalen hurts aj brown Devonte smith you know they have them they at have least their core. Till, they, they have their core until 2026 when smith's contract is up and then I, brown's contract's up the year after that in my opinion i think all teams have that i don't think the, the eagles are are no, like, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. I, I get what you're saying, but I think that it's not, they're not different from every other team in terms of that. It's just that they had so many players that were like under the radar almost that weren't getting paid as much as they deserve. I mean, I mean, we talk about Jason Kelsey now in the line because he has a podcast, but like, did we talk about him before that? You know what I'm saying? Like, he was sure he was a good center. They have a great like, line. They have a great line to protect him at that point. And I mean, the, them guys are going to have to get paid eventually. Yeah. And how good know. is he without the protection? That's exactly. Sure. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about Lamar Jackson. Um, right after that news came out, Lamar Jackson allegedly his his or reportedly his contract, which was apparently two hundred million dollars, was rejected by himself. He rejected a two hundred million dollar contract um, before I mean, the start of last season. Now it's yeah. not stupid to do that because I mean yeah. Jalen's getting his payday. But this was before the last no, season, which would yeah, it was him. in September. They I know, said, but yeah. obviously he knows his worth. Well, yeah. it was. I mean, yeah. Baltimore offered Lamar Jackson two hundred fifty million total, two hundred mil guaranteed. 
including a $133 million guaranteed signing bonus. Yeah, but, I mean, if in September of 2022. I don't know. I don't think Lamar's that good. I mean, I think Lamar's good. I think he he's won the, MVP because he could run. I think he's good, but he has no weapons. But is he a good quarterback? Is he accurate enough to be an elite quarterback? I don't think so. I think when it matters, mm, that's all I'm saying. He didn't show it in college. I think he's a top three quarterback in the NFL right now. I think it goes Patrick Mahomes, Joe mm. Burrow, then Lamar mm. Jackson in terms of value. Three. I, I think it is. I, who's ahead of him? Rock I mean, if, Purdy. If, they, if they had, if they got, Let's be real if they now. got Lamar Jackson like weapons, like say like he had, like I mean they just if got he was put on, If he was put on the Eagles team, they would have won the Super Bowl. Yes, that's yeah, why I, I been, agree. They probably or if he's undefeated. on the if he's on the Vikings, he's. They're winning the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I wouldn't say win the Super Bowl. They, They're going they to the Super Bowl. They'd make the Super Bowl. NFC Championship for sure. Uh, I They'd think probably figure out a way. Or then out. Patrick Mahomes, you know, wins again. Lamar is one of those guys where you put him on any team and he fits. Um, I, I think he fits because there's not really a, a, a except situation. for the Ravens, clearly. Except for the Ravens, but I think that's more. That's less, less of the football. That's that's less of the football and more of the. Of the, I think it's more of the the relationships between him and. I don't think their coach is like a Jim Harbaugh. It's John Harbaugh. I think he's great. I love Jim. Harbaugh. I love Jim. Har- I love both the Harbaughs. I don't really. I don't really like John Harbaugh Dude. or any of the Harbaughs at that matter. I love John and Jim. I think I think they're both great. I think you're out of your mind. No. Some would say the goats. I wouldn't. Dude, they both no. went to the Super. You, I, you remember that no. 2013, yeah. 2013 when Ravens it, 49ers when, when the, the lights, lights went, went out. out. Yeah. Made it. That's for you. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we on the same wavelength over uh, here in the podcast. Yeah, let's let's just get naked, bro. What are you talking about, man? Um, so I think that <laughs> what? Uh, no, don't cut that. <laughs> no, I think that the Harbaugh's are both great coaches. I wouldn't blame it on the coach. I think it's more of like a GM executive. Like I think I think he hates like the owners and everything. No, but but think of the weapons that Lamar has had in the past. Who do you have? Rashad Bateman and he has Mark Andrews. I think that's well, he had Hollywood Brown, who was you know. But these guys, are, these guys are these guys are Hollywood Brown is not watching. These guys are like his fourth year in the league. These guys are these guys are these guys are upper mid tier receivers. They're not. Yeah, they're he no, doesn't have like a superstar like Adams or Hill or Jefferson. I feel like when you get a guy like Lamar, you have to build around him and, and, and put him in a situation where you're in win now mode and you have to draft and you have to trade for good players. I know Baltimore is it's like a mid area in terms of free agents. I mean, you I don't know, think no one wants to go to Baltimore. No one wants to go to Detroit. No one wants to go to Minnesota. But I mean, more people would want to go to Baltimore. Um, yeah. No. Yes. I don't believe that. I'd rather go to Minnesota than Baltimore. In terms of location, not team. East, both. East Coast, or would you rather go? I know Baltimore's. A, I know it's a hole. Freeze. You. They both snow a lot. I, I know. I know Baltimore. The, the city. I, we're just going off on a tangent here, but uh, it's not the best trade location. I don't think it's the worst, in my opinion. I don't think it's the worst, but I don't think it's even close to Can, worse. Nonetheless, I nonetheless, I think that I mean, Detroit's definitely number one, the worst. Then North Carolina, Carolina Panthers. I think that's up there, dude. You, you I've never Char- been, Charlotte, the city. It's it's like the it's like the same layout as Jackson. I'm pretty sure it's like the one of the least walkable cities. If I, if I'm someone, correct me if I'm not wrong. At me on Twitter. Call I don't. Me, I call Maddo. Dude, I've never been. To. I know I've been to Jacksonville. Call Maddo. Um, I don't know. But I'm just saying, like weather wise, I'd rather take that over Baltimore. Sure. Whatever. Okay, we're going off on a tangent here. Anyway, I think Lamar. He, he's where is he going? Where, where is he projected to go to right now? Right now, back to the Ravens. Every team, really, there's like only like maybe a there's handful of teams that. that like still want him because the well, teams still that afford still, him still teams that need a quarterback yeah. have top five picks this year. Like the Colts have a, have a pick exactly. They get Will Levis maybe. The the Panthers have a pick and the Texans have a pick. If I'm the Colts, I don't want Will Levis. I drop Will Levis and I trade for Lamar. I trade that. I trade that pick for some some other thing I need. And I, yeah, I get, for, I get like, Lamar. I'd rather like want like a more proven guy like oh, Lamar. Oh, for sure. They're not in pair him, mode. Though. Pair him with 
If you get yeah, Lamar, I you have Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman Jr. I think I and think you just Jonathan Taylor up. had a terrible year. All right, moving on. I think we went over the Lamar stuff a lot. Um, Max, Max Scherzer. Scherzer. Max Scherzer of the New York Mets. Um, he got tossed. It was yesterday, uh, if, as of the day we're recording this. It would be Wednesday the 19th. He got tossed um, after when they were playing the, um, the Dodgers. The Dodgers, yep, in L.A., I'm pretty sure. Um, and he got he got checked for sticky stuff. You know, he's. I, I remember, wasn't he one of the advocates for, like, doing those type of checks? He's like, oh, dude, they need to do more of those checks. I'm pretty sure that was the him, right? Or am I thinking of someone else? I don't think any pitcher really wants to get checked. No, I'm saying, but... I don't know. Obviously, everyone's going to be anti-cheating on the thing, but I think he was really, really anti-cheating. Um, Probably, I mean, Serger, he's a good pitcher. Like He's a good pitcher. He won the World Series with the um, Nationals, and I think he won again with the Dodgers. But yeah, he got ejected in the fourth inning. Um, they still won against the Dodgers. Um, yeah, five to three. Uh, yeah, but they... Uh, he apparently had rosin, um, but he, he was really adamant that it, it was not... Sticky stuff, and, and it was in his left hand. He's like, I don't throw it with my left hand, which I mean, sure, but at the same time, you'd also put it in your left hand so you can rub it with your right. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not an MLB pitcher, but I'm not, I'm not, also, I'm also not stupid. Well, sometimes, um, I think that it's possible that he may have been cheating. What, what do you guys think? What are the odds? I don't know. I saw a thing that he said, like he was talking to the ump. He said, "I swear on my kid's life, it's rosin and sweat," which is allowed. And I mean, if you're swearing on your kid's life, I don't think you would be cheating. But I don't know. But how, it's it's pretty like you can't get that wrong. I mean, there's a I mean, yeah, I mean, well, the this umpire is like he's throwing. He's like the only one that's throwing people out. I think this is like the third pitcher he's throwing out for sticky stuff. So you think it's the ump, not him? I mean, I don't like Scott Foster. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's just like the ump, but I just <laughs> think like the ump, you know, felt something sticky, and then he was like, "Dude, got it. You got to eject him out the game." But yeah, he also after the game, uh, I'm pretty sure he he re- reiterated that. It was not sticky stuff, but you know, I guess we'll never know. Well, because of his suspension, he has to he has a ten game suspension. Yeah, so unfortunate for the Mets. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on. So moving on for our mock draft special. This is the last episode before the NFL mock draft of 2023. Yeah, and a week at least from the first. The week from today is the very first round. Um, obviously the other rounds are afterwards, so we'll be able to talk about those. We'll be able to, we'll be able to talk about those next Thursday. But um, I still think that. Uh, it's important to go over now because by the time this will be uploaded, round one will already have completed. So do you guys want to go over like the top 10, 15 picks and argue your way of like why each team should draft where? Yeah, so we're going to we're going to go off of what CBS is mock draft of their top, you know, the top 32 first round. I was thinking it was a little weird that they had CJ Stroud so low, but Josh has proven to me that I was wrong. And yeah, so like I'm explaining to the to the audience. So. The Panthers don't like him because he scored so low on his IQ test. And then um, the Texans, I heard this morning that they're looking to trade for Trey Lance and the 49ers are shopping Trey Lance, so they don't think they need a quarterback to take uh, second overall, so they'll probably go defense. Uh, Will Anderson or uh, Jalen Carter? I don't know. They have Will Anderson, it says. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Colts don't like him because he ditched on Peyton Manning's camp last minute and didn't tell anybody. So he's not very reliable. And the Colts didn't like him already. So, yeah, he's he's dropping out of the top 10, according to this, going to Tennessee. Which, I mean, Tennessee does need a quarterback. So yeah, uh, but It I is mean, notable that the Texans are also going to – they're projected pick number 12. They're going to pick Anthony Richardson, apparently. The Titans. Um, oh, wait. No. wait oh, they. Oh, my fault. My fault, game. Yeah, I, I guess that this is thinking, like, if they don't 
get Trey Lance. I don't know. Um, but I, mean, I just heard about them develop, shopping Trey Lance. So. I mean, you might as well develop two if you have the picks for it. Texans definitely do. Yeah, um, they're both athletes, but they're, I don't know, unpolished, both of them. Yeah. So, Will Levis, again, projected to go forth to the to the, to the the Colts. Are there any snubs you see here? Any guys that you guys think, any any players you think should be going higher than they are or maybe lower than they will uh, than they are? I think it's interesting that Tyrese Wilson is going number three. I think that the Cardinals. I think yeah, the I Cardinals. Like that pick. I think the Cardinals should take what's his name, Jalen um, Carter. Jalen Carter. I, I, I'm, I'm betting. I mean, they don't have to though. Cause, I mean, you know, the Lions would love to take him. The Lions. Well, he's not gonna get. He's not that dropping. Far. I don't think the Lions do need a cornerback, and I think they. I, in, the, in my opinion, I don't think that the Lions need another. The Lions need another D line. I don't think Lions go Devin we, Witherspoon though. I, think I don't. They go I don't Christian like Gonzalez. Yeah. He's more of an NFL uh, ready corner. Mm. He um, just has the size and the athleticism that um, Witherspoon doesn't have. And he played against better competition in college. So, Whenever I look at guys in the draft, either NBA or NFL, I always look at their last name. And I feel like that always, the last name always, like, do they sound like someone who's going to be good in oh, a like couple years? Coleman Madland? Like, sure, dude. You, 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 hear, you hear a name like Coleman Madland, and you're like, wow, this guy is going to be a top five player all well, the time. Then you look at <laughs> it and you're like, <laughs> top five player. I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, but you, you, hear, you hear it. Like, listen to Will Anderson Jr. That sounds like a guy who's going to be playing well in a couple years. That's yeah. my, that's my, that's my, that's my, uh, that's your rationale. They say Tyrese uh, Wilson is the number one prospect. In no, all. that's what they Stop say. It. His position, yeah, yeah, CBS in his no, position. position he's, well, yeah, if you're the number one prospect, you're gonna be the number one in position rank too. He's not the number yes, one. Yes, yes, he's yeah, a in CBS. Number one. His he's prospect rank is number, number one. one. And what? I mean, I don't really like going off CBS. I like but to go so, off. Oh no, he did have other a good NFL year. Draft websites. He had a great year for Texas Tech. I'm just. He's at Texas Tech. Yeah, I know, but Big Twelve competitions raw. Big Twelve was one of the best conferences in football last year. It's not ACC, but it's a really good conference. I know, but who else do they have? In I don't know. I just. If you're playing, you're playing. I'd have to watch his tape more. I did watch like clips, but I mean, I'd have to actually watch him like play decent competition. Stop the cap. Okay, no, it's fine. Uh, um, but yeah, I like to go. I like to go off other. I, I like to go off the. I like to go off PFF, the mock drafts. You know, I don't know. I just look at them all and kind of. I mean, mostly for the most part, they're all pretty much the same. But especially this top fifteen. But uh, I kind of think Bijan Robinson is gonna be like the steal of draft. Whoever gets like him, a sleeper pick. Yeah, he's supposed to go to Detroit, which I don't hope that happens to him. So that's your sleeper pick? I hope that doesn't happen to him. We don't need him, dude. We don't want him. My sleeper pick? Or Jamar Gibbs. One of the one of the running backs. I think they're getting left out of the Brandon, what's your sleeper pick? Um, Honestly, I'm I swear to God, that. if you say Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt, I'm It's not Jalen Hyatt. I was. Oh, I was talking about Coleman. Oh, go ahead. Brandon, you are? You think Jalen Hyatt's going to steal the draft? I mean, he's like... He's putting up big numbers at Tennessee, and I mean, as the number one option, I don't think. Yeah, well, but Hend- Hendon Hooker options. is like you know, you Hendon Hooker's options? not like the best QB in this draft. So clearly, he has like a, a mediocre QB. I think, I think Jalen Hyatt is like a sleeper, like a late first round pick. I think maybe he goes to Minnesota. They have him going to Minnesota. I think the Ravens pick him up, and cause over I mean, J- Jackson Smith. I don't know if he goes over. Jackson from Ohio State, but I think Jalen Hyatt is a sleeper pick of the draft. All right. Coleman, you got one? I have to go. If I were to say anyone, I have to go Hendon Hooker. I I, I don't I, care I, who I takes like him. What? I like it. You like that? I don't care who takes him. I know he's old. I I, I know he. I, I understand well, that he's old. That, Stetson Bennett, sleeper. No, because if Stetson he goes Bennett, to Atlanta, yeah. I think, I think what's-his-face has a high... I think... <laughs> I keep saying what's what. I think... Um, I think Hendon Hooker has a high upside. Um, and you look at, I was just mentioning last names. If you look at Hooker, I mean, you really okay. just want to see this guy in the league. You know what I'm saying? Stop you want to hear Joe Buck at, 
you know, 10 p.m. on a Sunday night before you have finals on Monday morning saying, Hooker, deep down the sideline to Injigba. You know what I'm saying? You want to hear that. And, and do you? You do. You really do. Um, I don't know about it. But, yeah, he's my steal of the draft. Uh, I, he's second round. I think – well, the, 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 the Miami Dolphins don't have a – They forfeit their, their pick first-round picks. So there's only 31 first-round picks. And then next – or the next round will be – I think he's projected to go what? He was 29th. Yeah, they said the highest he goes 29th on a That's report a I saw. Goal. Or I, I – I'm sorry. I think where he goes – I think he goes somewhere in the second round. I don't he know exactly He definitely goes where. second round. If he doesn't go 29 – but that was that was going to uh, the Saints, which the Saints do need a quarterback, kind of. Yeah, Derek Carr could take him under his wing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because I mean, Derek Carr is not the solution to everything. He's not the solution to anything. Well, I mean, when you pay him, what the, I don't even know his contract. Four years, like 150 million, 120 million. Clearly, that's their solution. For now. Well, according to them, I think you can still develop a quarterback alongside that. Yeah, that's what they did with Patrick Mahomes. They took him first round. Alex, Alex Smith played his whole year. The GOAT. They taught that's what him. Tom Brady did. He played under Drew Bledsoe until he got hurt, and then he came in and took over. I don't think the plan was for him to take over, though. Anyway, let's No, it probably on. wasn't, but I'm just saying. Yeah. So that's our really what, just a quick you, overview of the— got to let Josh get his sleeper pick, He did. In. I did. B. John Robinson. Oh, I, I just hope he that. doesn't go to Detroit because that would ruin his career. I agree. Um, so I think that was our uh, NFL draft review special again our, our sleeper picks of the of the draft would be me would be hendon hooker brandon you said it was what jalen hyatt and josh was Bijan robinson so yep we got two or jameer gibbs we got a quarterback a receiver and a running back um maybe biased maybe not any defense in here no um <laughs> next we're gonna be going over the courtroom we're gonna do a special edition of the courtroom today in honor of the nfl draft you guys ready so for the courtroom this week uh we're gonna be doing an nfl mock draft but of but of players who are already in the league so, yeah, kind of like we have like expansion teams, except yeah. we get to pick whoever we want. So let's say, so we have on my left, we have Joshua, his new expansion team, the Lexington Leopards are going to be drafting. And, but first, uh, and they're going to be drafting second to Brandon on my right, on my right, Pensacola, Pensacola Pirates. Um, so we have the Pensacola Pirates on my right and the Lexington Leopards on my left, the new NFL expansion teams. And we're going to be drafting out of a pool of current NFL players, just like draft night except we're drafting out of every single player ever so it's really not anything to do with it but let's go let's get going you hyped Woo! yeah let's go Yay. team yeah like team. the sunday night football music where it's like dun 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 yeah let's get cap let's get no that's 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 or monday night football whatever yeah dun, dun, that, dun, that one's the best no best is dun 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 or you get carrie underwood singing yeah sunday night waiting all day for sunday night all right okay uh so yeah so let me explain the rules of what we're going to be doing for this mock draft. We're going to—you can pick from any active, any active, active NFL player. So you can't pick no Tom Brady. You can't pick no, um, you know what I'm saying. You can't pick no Jerry Rice. But you can pick any active player. And we're going to go not a stake draft. So we're going to start off. Brandon gets the first pick because currently in the courtroom he is five and or two and five. Um, He's—you know—he's not the best player. He clearly needs some help both mentally and in this podcast. And I think that. I think the perfect thing to do would be to give him the first pick so he could try to, you know, make his case better. So, again, we're going to be picking from active NFL players, and we're going to be picking a full offense. Defense would just get too lengthy. So the positions we're going to be picking today are going to be quarterback, one quarterback, going to pick three wide receivers, two running backs, and one tight end. Those are the positions we're going to be picking. All, you know, position players, uh, all ball care, ball they handle ball balls. Seekers. We should get started. So, so it's QB, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end. Two running yeah, backs. Yeah, but it doesn't matter what you order get you go. Yeah, two, two running backs. Oh, my bad. Um, so, so again, one quarterback each, two running backs each, three receivers each, 
and one tight end each. So Brendan, with the first pick of the NFL Wild Cards draft, who are you going with? Who are you selecting? Um, with the first pick, obviously a tough decision. Mickey Mouse. Not. I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes. I just wanna say, he's the best player in the league. I think. I think that's fair. Yeah. Next, Tom Brady. Someone say. Stop. All right. So quarterback. Brandon has his quarterback's belt filled. He's looking to, to get that off early. He has Patrick Mahomes, arguably, the, probably not even arguably, the best player in the NFL currently. It doesn't matter position. Josh, the pick is yours. You are on the clock. All right. So since he's taking a quarterback and he can only take one of them, I'm going to wait for my quarterback until later. I don't think there's any good running backs on the board that I would take my first pick. Tight end can wait. I'm going to go wide receiver. Oh, here we go. This is big. And it's between two guys. Who are they? It's between two guys, and uh, are we are we talking about are we building towards the future with this draft? Are you going to take that into your consideration? These yeah. teams, sure. We're this, you're trying to build the best overall team for both the future and playing against okay. each other. Well, then in that case, I'm taking Justin Jefferson number number one overall with me. And I think you would have taken him overall even if it was. I don't know. I was going to take Devontae. No, you weren't. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Okay, so we have Patrick Mahomes on my right with the Pensacola Pirates and Brandon. And on the left, we have Justin Jefferson, the best player in the NFL. I'm kidding. Uh, The best receiver in the NFL going to Joshua Sykes on my left with the Lexington Leopards. Lexington Leopards. So next, it's Brandon's back on the clock. We're not doing a snake draft, so Josh doesn't get a pick twice. Back on the clock? Back on the clock. You're punching in like J. Cole at Burger King. Let's get it, Brandon. What are you picking at number three overall? Why are you dissing on J. Cole like that? Uh, I love J. Cole. I'm going to go a different route, and um, I'm going to take a running back. With my second pick, I'm going to take Christian McCaffrey. Interesting pick there. Wow. He Uh, plays everything. Very interesting pick. I, I, I... we might need to drug test him. Are you are you are you trying to sell the sell the bag or what? Yes. I mean that is you a. You tell me, Chris McCaffrey's not a top. Three I'm not. I'm not saying back. anything. I'm just saying that's an interesting pick. So Brennan comes in. He picks. I can I can I can live without a receiver right now. He he comes in. He picks Christian McCaffrey at number one. Um, Two. Or sorry, he comes in and picks Christian McCaffrey as his number number three overall pick, in the in the uh, wild cards draft. And next on the clock will be. Joshua Sykes. Josh has no grammar. I'm gonna go wide receiver again. I mean, he left another great wide receiver yeah. on the board. Go ahead and take him. Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver, he has the best hands in the league. I mean, I mean, what's sir? There's no nothing to say after that. No if and so, but sir. So wow, uh, Bre- Josh comes and takes yep. the best two receivers in the entire league off. Mm-hmm. Brennan seems unfazed. I am. Um, Brennan, how are you gonna how are you gonna respond to this? How are you gonna Come back oh, from let me tell not you. picking a receiver. You're on the clock with pick number five. <clears throat> they already have chemistry. I'm gonna take Tyree Kill. That's not a bad pick. I'd say he's that was probably my next one. Let me be honest. With yeah, you. that's that's probably. I, c- I couldn't let him get them all. So that's your first wide receiver, Tyree Kill. So you have Patrick Mahomes, Christian McCaffrey at the running back, and then you have Tyree Kill as your first overall wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, so next, Joshua is on the clock. Pick number six, Josh. What are uh, we doing? All right, this is this is my thinking right now. So I could either have the best three wide receivers in the league, or I could go with a running back that's not going to really help my team. Well, there's <laughs> only one clear option then. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say is the best receiver left on the board? Oh, uh, don't answer that question. I have my guy, but I mean, Stephon Diggs. Oh, duh. Ross Brown. No way. You get JJ Devontae Adams. I was going to go Stephon Diggs, AJ route runner. Brown. He can be my slot receiver. Who's going to cover him in the slot? That's my next thing. Well, we're not drafting like... I know, but... We're who, in an era in the NFL where the, the, your third cornerback is getting... Is, is, he's getting burnt, bro. I'm telling you. There's not enough cornerbacks to cover the, the, the quality of receivers there are in the NFL right now, in my opinion. 
um, on most of the teams. So is, is what I'm hearing is that you're drafting <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Stephon Justin Diggs. Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and then as your sixth pick or your third pick, but sixth overall, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Wow. That's cold. Um, that, that wow. is a very good receiver heavy lineup. Let's hope you have someone throwing to him uh, with quality, but we'll see what where that where that ha- we'll see what happens down the line. Next we're going to go back to Brandon for his fourth pick, but the 7th overall pick of the Wild Cards NFL draft. Let's hear it. Where that are you was, going, Brandon? That was some quick math by you, by the way. Thank you. Well, um <laughs> considering he can't take any wide receivers and I have all the wide receivers left, you know, they're all mine now. Um I'm oh, gonna I, go, see, I see what you're trying to do. I see I'm going to go ahead and draft a tight end. I'm going to draft Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey probably the best tight end in the league right now. Bro, just wait, building wait. the chase, bro. Hey, he's building the chase. I'm literally just building the chase. Is that maybe that's his game plan? He's gonna be like, this team has already won yeah, a Super Bowl. They've already proven themselves. And they also lost a Super Bowl. Just, yeah, they right. also did lose a Super Bowl. Um, but Mickey interesting, Mouse, interesting Mickey picks. Mouse. Brandon comes in as the Pensacola Pirates front office, and he comes in and he picks his tight end, Travis Kelsey, as his fourth pick on his team. Very interesting pick. Thank you. We move. We kick it off over to Josh, who is going to pick the eighth overall pick of the NFL draft, the NFL Wild Cards draft. Looks like he's taking a running back. I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Because you can't what pick picks tight you have end. left? I, I need two running backs, a quarterback, and a tight end. Gotcha. I got my tight end on lock because he's where I picked Travis, which, I mean, Travis is number one, I would feel like, but it's a close number two with the guy I'm picking. Um, but, hey, well, we don't know yet. But my RB, my RB1, I'm going to put him on a good team because he's been on a trash team these last his his whole career. I'm gonna go Derrick Henry. Ain't nobody stopping Derrick Henry up the hole, bro. Up the middle. Are you serious right now? Well, Ain't nobody stopping them. I mean, this is for the future, right? He's kind of getting old. What is he like 30? He, he is pretty he's, he is getting old. And if this is for the future, that will dock him a few points. But he is a great back. Yeah, I'm not I'm not, I'm not doubting his skill. I'm just trying to But I mean, how old if you're building for the future, would you really want to build around a guy like Christian McCaffrey who's so injury prone? Yes. And old. And Christian McCaffrey's not old. He's like 27. McCaffrey. I'll look at it, I don't know how to spell. Year six, guys. We should go to what is it? I just got a Chipotle ad. He, he's 26 years old. Really? I thought he was older than that. I thought he was like he is injury prone though. And he's so. ripped. Well, we're living we're living in a world without injuries here, Josh. Are we? Are we? I don't think we are. I don't think we are. I don't I think, think that was part of the rules. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that is, guys. What um, the heck? I thought that was like okay. So after that, after uh, Josh chooses Derrick Henry, we are going to the ninth overall pick of our. In, uh, wild cards and NFL draft. So, Brandon, uh, you have yet to pick a running back number two and a wide receiver number two or three. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what's 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 your uh, what, what's your thought process here? You know that I know he can't get receivers, so clearly my thought process is I'm taking running back. Exactly, smart. But which one do Finally. I which one do I take? Which one do you take? What's who's the best running back on the board? This is this? you. Don't ask. Don't be asking Coleman. I, bro. Think, he, I think he's asking himself just to get an idea. In his yeah, head. I am. I mean, I got sure. I got two people in my mind right now. I got Austin Eckler, he's in year six, or I got Saquon. But y'all are already judging me for Christian McCaffrey. If we're going injury prone, Saquon's I mean, kind of injury there's prone. There's a chance we, these th- that team plays a season and you don't have a running back. You'll have to throw exactly. Tyreek Hill in there. I mean, they get injured so much. And I mean, I'm, I think, hmm, dude, it's just a tough decision. Maybe I take a receiver and let Josh just, you know, take one and I just get what's left. But you want my leftovers? Yeah. Why would you do? Why would you let him take control? I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna take. I'll be helping. My fault. Yeah, bro. Commissioner's over here trying to give tips and tricks, man. Uh, Rogers messed up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna take Austin Eckler. Takes, uh, he takes Austin Eckler as touchdown his magnet. Running back number two, and he's gonna take Saquon. Oh, thank God. I was sweating it for a minute. He did say my guy's name, Saquon. I mean, it's gonna be Saquon. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind. 
he, he is injury prone. He had he been injured. I mean, he tore his ACL, but the way he came back from it, the quads. He is the most athletic running back in the league. Gotcha. All right. And he's young. I mean, we could say Dalvin Cook's up there on the list. Stop it. Bro's getting old. Uh, he's, he's getting kind of he's getting old, and he also has a fumble problem. But so. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't pick Austin Eckler to just disprove his pick would be he's in a system where they throw a lot to the running back, and as an RB two, I mean, you're going to get a lot of those yeah, uh, that's carries. Why, that's why I have him at cycle, I mean, that uh, McCaffrey just tired not to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's gonna be like the third down running back. Oh, he's like right. he's like my fullback, dude. He's gonna be. They're, that's they're even they're worse. <laughs> that's even worse. I can put Derrick Henry at my fullback. I, <laughs> that work. I haven't found out my offensive scheme yet. So now we have Brandon. He's still looking for. I need two receivers. He needs two receivers. He has he has his wide receiver two and wide and wide receiver three spot empty. And Josh is looking for a quarterback and a tight end. So, Brandon, you're next up on the on the clock. Seconds are ticking away. Who are you thinking? <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm just looking at this list here. And, you know, I have Tyreek Hill. I really want someone like a big body. I'm going to take, well, pause, but pause for a second. I'm going to take A.J. Brown. I think he had a great year with the Eagles. He's like sixth on the list of the receivers that I have on my computer. Not so. a terrible pick. A little overpaid, but that's okay. He's overpaid, but I don't think he's overrated. I don't think he's overrated. I, I mean, I would if I, I was if I was him, I'd pick him. Yeah, good pick, good pick. So now all you have left is wide receiver three. Josh is now next on the up, next up on the clock. He needs to get a quarterback and a t- uh, and a tight end. I'm gonna let you. I'm no, let he needs you. a quarterback and a yeah quarterback and, tight end. Yeah, I just already filled it in because gotcha. I mean I know who I'm picking. Yep. I'm picking George Kittle at my tight end. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean it's a close comparison between him and Kelsey. Just I mean yeah, Kittle hasn't say. had somebody throw to him like Kelsey has. Some would say Kittle's better at blocking. He's more of like a blocking tight end. He can do both. Yeah, I mean obviously he can do both. He's been catching balls from. Terrible, awesome. terrible quarterbacks. I mean, you're going to count Jimmy G on the level of Patrick Mahomes, um, and he's I mean, still putting up numbers. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't, I don't know. I think it's closer than everybody thinks. All right. That's, that's fair. So now we just have each, each person just has one more pick left. All we have to make for Brent, all Brennan has to choose is a receiver three, a, a wide receiver three. And all, uh, all Josh has to choose as a quarterback, leaving the, the, the main guy for last. Uh, but Brennan, you're next up on the clock. Who are you choosing as your wide receiver three? Um, it was, it was going to be a little biased. I was going to take St. Brown. St. Brown has, you know, he's been good for the first three years of his career. But I think that's not what we need on my team. We need Jamar Chase. I think he's somewhat, he kind of fell. I mean, I don't know what Josh's reaction is. I think he forgot Jamar Chase was in the NFL. That was a good pick. But I'm going to take give Jamar it to you. Chase. Pick. I still think I like Se- uh, Stefan Diggs route running better at the slot. Well, we're not arguing yet. I'm, I know, but I'm just I'm just putting that out there. Gotcha. So that's that's a uh, Brandon's last pick. Um, I have a little surprise for you guys after, but I want before we do that surprise, I want Josh to pick his quarterback. All right. The only position he needs. Who is it? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Stop the cap. Um. So he's got Patrick Mahomes. He does. He has Patty. Some may say he's the best quarterback in the league right now. But you know what comes along with Patrick Mahomes? Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> okay, sorry. And then, do you want do you want that with your franchise in Pensacola? You never know. When it comes to great quarterbacks, you know you have the robberies, you have the Tom Brady's, the Peyton Manning's. You know, uh, I don't know who else. I'd John Elway's, the John Elway's, cousins. Pat, I mean Brett Favre's. Yeah, for sure. All those and guys you know, are every single one. And you know, there, there's always that one guy that comes out on top against quality competition. Tom Brady was obviously better than Peyton Manning, and he won more games against Peyton Manning. Get to get to the point. 
Who's Patrick Mahomes? Tom Brady. He cannot beat him. Does it start oh. with a J? Justin. It, oh, Justin Joe. Herbert. Joe. Brr. Brr. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Joe Some would say that Joe Burrow's not playing against Patrick Mahomes. He's playing against Patrick Mahomes' defense. Some would say that, and some would be correct. But Joe Burrow does still have a 3-1 record against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they're both the two best quarterbacks in the NFL, right? So, with Josh's last pick, and the last pick before I do my little surprise here, Josh selects Joe Burrow as his quarterback. So, let's go over the teams that we have so far. First, I'm going to go with Brandon. Brandon, what is your team? Go by each position, and don't explain. Just tell me the number, because we, we don't we don't care. Uh, QB, I got Patrick Mahomes. RB1, Chris McCaffrey. RB2, Austin Eckler. Wide receiver, run Tyreek Hill. Wide receiver, two, AJ Brown. Wide receiver, three, Jamar Chase. Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Gotcha. And Josh, what is your lineup? I got Joe Burrow at my QB. RB1, Derrick Henry. RB2, Saquon Barkley. Wide receiver one, Justin Jefferson. Wide receiver two, Devontae Adams. Wide receiver three, Stefan Diggs. And at tight end, I got George Kittle. Two great teams. I think these would obviously be Super Bowl teams. It looks like the, Lex- the, the Lexington Leopards and the Pensacola Pirates are natty bound with their combined 400 fans. Um, <laughs> the, st- the stadium will be sold out as long as it's a, a high school swimming pool arena. Um, <laughs> so I mentioned that we're going to have a bit of a surprise here. Um, and the surprise is that now each player, each team has to select a head coach. Head coach is someone who brings the team together. Um, you know, he calls the plays most of the time or some some of the time. Uh, you want someone who will lead your team to victory. Always. All great attitude. Um, so, you know, you can't have like Jim Harbaugh. Or sorry, you can't have John Harbaugh. Um, just kidding. So I'm going to ask Josh to pick first because he was the pick. He picked second in terms of um, overall picks for players. Josh, who would you pick to be the head coach of your lineup? You know, I'm, I'm between two guys right now, and they both had... Pause. Pause. <laughs> Yo! Yo! Yo, he's what? Dude, that's a, that's, they call him a Josh sandwich. Yo! That's crazy. That's you, so now Josh forfeits his pick. And no, they go, no, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> make think about it. Man. His team crumbles. Yeah, I, I'm, so you didn't think about it, so it was natural. <laughs> no, Yo! I'm just not thinking that way, man. I'm just not thinking that way. Anyway, my the two people I'm thinking about... Pause. That's not pause. Okay. <laughs> Two people I'm thinking about taking in this position. Uh, both have had very successful careers. Um, one has won six Super Bowls. The other, I cannot remember how many he's won. Actually, I think he's won two or three. Which one? How about Andy Reid? He's won like four. No way. He's taking. He's taking out the, the, the Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I honestly was thinking Kevin O'Connell. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just... I swear to God, if you <laughs> dude, I'm not... no, but uh, I think he's gonna. I think I'm he's gonna. It is a future thing. Bill Belichick might retire after like. Oh, is he taking Bill? I think so. I don't know. Bill's dude. But, dude, Bill's gonna retire before this podcast goes live. <laughs> he's just gonna crumble. He's gonna. He's gonna disintegrate. Okay, go. I'm trying to read how many he's won. Bro doesn't know how many he picks. I think he has six rings. He was on the Browns, and the Browns have never won anything. Okay, Andy. I mean, Andy Reid has three. Okay, so who who are you? Who are you narrowing? So one down has to? six. One has three. You know, I mean, one had the greatest quarterback of all time, though. And some would say he's nothing without the greatest quarterback of all time. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put Andy. I'm gonna put Andy Reid uh, charge really? my offense. I mean, he's led he's led the Kansas City Chiefs to three. I think three Super Bowls. They lost one, but to Tampa Bay. But he has put together a master class of offense. And that's what we're focusing on in this draft is offense. I mean, I'm not too worried about my defense. I, I'm pretty sure my team could put up more points than any other team in the league. Including uh, the Pensacola Pirates? Yeah. 
Really? Wow. Okay. 100%. We'll argue about that later. Brandon, who is your head and, coach? And some. Well, and, let him keep continuing. And some would Brandon say. Know yet. And some would say Patrick Mahomes is nothing without Andy Reid. Who would say that? At some, I mean, at some level of thinking. Okay. Well, you also have to say. <laughs> I mean, sure, but you could also. Okay, because you can't say that about Tom. Because Tom won it without Belichick Bill. calls defense. Okay. Yeah, Tom won it on a stacked Buccaneers team. Well, he didn't have. That wasn't Belichick. No, he said he won it without Belichick. Okay, I was sure, talking yeah. about the team. Oh, I was talking about just the coaching. <laughs> the greats can win without the same coach, and that Tom Brady proved that. Patrick Mahomes is yet to prove it. So I'm just saying I'm taking his coach from him. Okay, oh, that's your opinion. All right, Brandon. hard for Patrick Mahomes to prove when he's under contract. But I'm just saying I'm. It's not what I mean. I'm just saying like I get you. I yeah, get, we get you, bro. I'm All right, Brandon. Brandon, your flow. Brandon, who are you selecting <clears throat> as your head coach for this team? Your lineup, man, to lead the to lead the team. Honestly, it's a tough decision, man. Because do I do I want to just keep it with a young coach, or do I want to go with like experience? You know, do I go with the biting kneecaps mentality, or do I go with the thug of Mike McDaniel's at Miami? I'm gonna take Sean Payton. Mm, that's an interesting pick. Very interesting pick. Didn't he? Or was he the? No, he was gonna go to Miami. He got tampered with by Miami. That's I feel like Sean Payton's involved a lot of shady stuff. Well, we, we take that. Our team, oh, okay. name, our team name is the Pirates. You got, you yeah, know. yeah, okay. So you're going to sabotage that team. Gotcha. All right, so those are the head, the teams along with their head coaches. Now we go into the deliberate. No. Now we go on to the debate phase. Why is your team better than Brennan's, Josh? Oh, I get to go first. Obviously, I've already talked about the QB. Joe Burrow has beat Patrick Holmes three out of the four times they played. Yeah, but he doesn't play his offense. I know, but... Who can lead their team to victory? I, I picked I picked Joe Burrow to be a leader of my team, and I feel like he can do that better than Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is more about stats. Joe, Bur- you don't see Joe Burrow coming out here just flinging things up. You know, I think he's a better role model and leader for my team, even at a young age. And then I got Derrick Henry, proven running back that uh, has been on a terrible franchise and a terrible team, and he can get me the yards when I need to. And I can run the ball through him if anything ever happens to Joe Burrow or one of my receivers. Saquon, a good backup option. Good running back to throw to out of the backfield. Real elusive. Most athletic uh, running back in the league. Young. Can build around him in the future. Justin Jefferson. Don't need to say much. Best young receiver. Maybe even best receiver in the league. Devontae Adams. Again, don't have to say much. Best receiver in the league for a long time. Number three, Stephon Diggs. Best route runner in the league. Not much to be said there either. I mean, he's carrying that Bills team pretty well as the number one option. And he's going to be my number three, which is pretty insane. And then um, tight end, you got George Kittle. Um, very comparable to Travis Kelsey. Just he is, a, he is a better run blocker. So that means Saquon and Derrick Henry thrive under a tight end that can do it. And he also makes plays getting the ball thrown to him with terrible QBs. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, you got... Brock Purdy, you got Trey Lance, and he's still putting up numbers the way he is. I mean, if he had Patrick Mahomes, he would definitely, not even, no question, be the best tight end in the league. And then finally, it was hard for me to pick against Bill, but he's not a very offensive-minded coach, and uh, Andy Reid is, and he's put uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey in uh, the best place to succeed. And with all this talent, I'm sure he can figure out a way to win us a Super Bowl. Gotcha. Thank you for that response. Brandon, why is your team better than Josh's? Because um, my team is Patrick Mahomes. Just kidding. All right. Thank you, Josh. Well, Patrick Mahomes at my QB, he's played with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They won a Super Bowl together. 
Josh said Travis Kelsey and George Kittle are like inseparable. I mean, Travis Kelsey has Travis Kelsey is seven years in a row with over a thousand receiving yards from the tight end position, where George Kittle, you know, gets like 700 yards a year. So I mean, I beat him right there. Um, Christian McCaffrey, although injury prone, still has three years of a thousand plus yards, and he on can a poverty also, team. Sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, I just said that. My bad. That, that that one just like spit out right there or something. Yeah. And he also can catch the ball. So, like, you know, you got to stop, you know, if, if our receivers are locked up, which will never happen, we have Christian McCaffrey. Austin Eckler has scored the most touchdowns the past two years. He also can get 1,000 yards a season. You know, some would say their team doesn't really run the ball as much because they have the young gunslinger of Justin Herbert. But I think Austin Eckler is unproved and an underrated player in the NFL. Who could stop Tyreek Hill? Cheetah. Fast. You know, no one can lock him down. A.J. Brown, big body. Um, <clears throat> first year on with an actual quarterback has 100, you know, 1,500 yards without Ryan Tannehill throwing to him. I mean, proven right there that he can, you know, he's a big target. Um, and Jamar Chase, only two years in the NFL. He already has two 1,000-yard seasons. And he also is a touchdown magnet. And then... I took Sean Payton because of what he did with Drew Brees and the Saints. Um, you know, good luck to him this year. Bounty the Gate? Bro- the what? Bounty Gate? Yeah, hey. With the Pirates, man. Okay, okay. But, right. yeah. We'll talk about that later. He's, he's got he's to let it ride this year at Broncos country. But And then, you know, Travis Kelsey speaks for himself. Probably the greatest tight end in NFL history. Dude. I mean, that's not even that. I mean, that's Shannon I, I, Sharp. Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez. They all said it. Rob Gronkowski, yeah, but he doesn't. Rob is, Rob is I think Travis Kelsey's a better uh, tight end. He's not as he doesn't have as good than Rob Gronkowski. You're doing tricks on Rob Gronkowski right now. He was not that good. Okay, fine. He was really good, but he wasn't as good. At, I think Travis Kelsey's gonna have a better career. Dude, y'all need to watch the tape. For real. <laughs> Wait, I look at these two, and this is the judge speaking now. This is Coleman Madlin uh, representing, you know, the district Atlanta co- County. Uh, County judge? <laughs> I don't know. We're in Atlanta because because Thug's here, man. That's why. Stop. Um, I'm trying to free Thug. You know what I'm saying? Rule in his favor. Anyway, Coleman, Judge Coleman, Honorable is here, and he's gonna make some decisions now. So I look at. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna judge each who's better in each thing. I know that doesn't matter, but as a whole, it's. I'm gonna judge each position and who of which team of each team and say who's better. Uh, I know that doesn't really you know represent what the team will do, but I just want to just point out. I think uh, as much as Joe Burrow has beaten Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about the better player. Patrick Mahomes is a better player. Sure, we'll say that. Out of who's a better who's a better running back core, unfortunately, I will say, not unfortunately, I think that in terms of talent, I think that they're very, very even. I'd have to give the slight edge to Josh in terms of running back core. Um, in terms of receiver core, I mean, I don't really know what Brandon was doing. Um, sleeping. He was actually sleeping on the job. I think Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs are in order the best three wide receivers in the NFL, in my opinion. I think if you have the top three, maybe you have the fourth five six I, I mean i would even say i mean i arguably four five six I, they're sure they're outstanding receivers but i think josh has brendan beat the, sorry the, the leopards have the the pirates beat in terms of um in terms of wide receiver core by by a mile um in terms of tight end i think these guys i think travis kelsey's a bit better um i, I think travis kelsey's a bit better but there is an argument to be made that the, they would be the same if they had patrick mahomes or just the same quarterback or if there's an argument to be made that George Kittle will be better than Travis Kelsey if they had the same quarterback. And as for head coach, Sean Payton, very proven. Andy Reid, very proven. 
Sean Payton, Bounty Gate, paid his players allegedly to, uh, you know, hit and, you know, knock players out of games for like two straight years. Um, they actually, in the NFC Championship, they beat the Minnesota Vikings. They kicked them out. Um, and that was during Bounty Gate. So Vikings would have maybe, what is that? So during, that was like two years. So they'd have, the Vikings would have six rings right now if they didn't do that. Um, I think my math is adds up correctly. Andy Reid, obviously a very offensive mind. I would give Andy Reid the, 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 the better... I would, well, yeah, I would give Andy Reid the edge here um, because, you know, once again, he's an offensive-minded coach. Sean Payton, um, uh, Sean Payton hasn't called play call. Play, uh, he hasn't called plays for the the um, the offense in in a, in a while, if I remember correctly. Um, obviously, he like he he has a say in it, but I don't think he calls the plays. Uh, at least he hasn't for a bit. Uh, I could be wrong about that though. Um, but overall, I think these teams are very even, except for the wide receiver room. I think the wide receiver room uh, kind of blows the, the 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 pause. The leopards kind of blow the the pirates out of the water. Yo, um, but overall, I think these are great teams, and I'm gonna have to make a decision, a very tough decision of, of who whose team I, I would rather have in the future, and uh, which team I think would win. So I think there's two different questions to be asked. First, which team would be better for the future? Um, and in that, I would have to say, you know, unfortunately, I would have to say that. In terms of what team is better for the future, I have to give it to to, to Brandon and, and the and the Pittsburgh uh, sorry the, the and the Pensacola Pirates. I really think that the age and the um the the skill that combine not really I think the age of the players plays a large part and um his players are really young. Sean Payton you know is getting old. He might have to might have to collect his social security soon. But and I, I still think that he's he can play a great role on the Broncos in the future. Um, in terms of overall skill. So I, again, I give that the, the young rating, the who would I build around? Probably Brandon's. But in terms of overall skill rating, I mean, I really have to give it to to, to, to Josh. Question for the courtroom, though. Like, what the hell was that? Well, it was two questions. Um, but it, oh, it was. and then and then I'll combine it into one. In terms of overall skill, I think that Josh's um, Lexington Leopards is just a you know a, a little bit ahead. Um, I think that we did his, it. Dude. I think Josh his team's won. better. I think his team's like, better in terms of skill. I and I think his team's be better in terms of skill. And overall, combining the two, unfortunately, I have to give the edge to Josh just because of how he drafted his wide receivers. I mean, we, you have Joe Burrow throwing to JJ, Devontae Adams, and and Stephon Diggs. You know, two former two, two uh, Vikings guys. You know, developed under the Vikings. You know, pr pretty interesting there. Um, but I, I didn't pick him because of that. That wasn't in my strategy at all. But that's not what I, that's not why I picked him. I still think that um I still think that he has the better team. But if I had to build around a team. Um, I would probably build around Brandon. So I give you the, the runners-up little point, but I, I still think Josh wins the courtroom this week. Six and two. Six and two. So, yeah, congratulations, Josh. You're six and two. Some of these have been kind of Mickey Mouse. Brandon, you've, sat, you've had some questionable decision-making uh, on in terms of uh, in terms of drafting here. Moving on, let's review our records for last week in terms of our game picks. Brandon, do you want to do that for us? Uh, yeah, I got you, man. Um, Josh went nine and four. Yeah. I went seven and six. Coleman went six and seven. Actually, let's move on. I don't. I don't, I don't need to talk about it. No, I'm kidding. Um, so overall, what are what are what are our, what are our percent? What are the percentages of our um, each of our overall? Picks? Josh is sixty one and forty three at um forty or fifty eight point six percent. Yeah. Um, I'm fifty three and fifty one at forty or at fifty point nine percent. Dude, dude, I'm just dude, it's right in front it's of really you. It's really you just had to read it. it <laughs> <laughs> Coleman is forty-seven and fifty-seven oh at forty-five point one percent. And again, if you're if you're not already been if you've never been tuned into our podcast, which like what the hell are you doing if you haven't? Um, 
at the end of this, uh, we're going to be at the end of the summer. Um, we're going to have a punishment for the person who has the lowest percentage of picks or the lowest, you know, number. And it looks like I'm doing poorly, but I'm only six picks behind Brandon. I can make that up. Yeah. I can easily make that up. And again, I probably won't be able to yeah, catch Yeah, but how Josh. far are y'all away from me? I mean, he's only eight from you. I'm 14 from you. Um, and I don't see myself getting the first, but I can. See, I see myself if I make some, you know, clutch baseball picks during the summer. I can see myself getting up, you know, maybe to a, you know, little second maybe, place. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm good. Okay. Anyway, um, let, you want, let's go over our picks for Week Nine. Um, all right, we'll start with Friday. We got Cavs at Knicks. Um, everybody, me and Coleman, I've uh, picked the Cavs, and Brandon's picked the Knicks. Brandon, such a good you, game. What, what you got on that, Brandon? Um, I believe this is this is Game Three, right? Yes. Um. The Knicks are going to set the tone back in Madison Square Garden. They already took one away from the Cavs in Cleveland. And, you know, it's usually – these are toss-up games. Like, the one team blows the other team out, and then the next day the other team blows the other team out. So, it's, it's weird, man. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like Darius Garland and uh, Donovan Mitchell perform when the lights get bright. That's Madison Square Garden for you. I thought you said Darius Garland was overrated the other yeah, day. I thought you said they were, like, the worst duo in, in NBA history. I didn't history. say they were the worst he said he's duo. the worst shooting guard, one of the worst shooting guards. Oh, I said he's not a great point guard. I don't like the way he plays, but I think he plays good enough to win the game. Okay. I think it's more uh, Donovan Mitchell though carrying. Well, yeah, that's uh, okay. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Moving on, we have my Wolves, um, and they're hosting the Nuggets. Uh, we all have the Nuggets because obviously the Nuggets are going to win. Even Get though the, the Wolves, brooms. the Wolves did show some signs of life last night um, on Wednesday, the nineteenth, against the the uh, the Nuggets. But that was only for the third quarter, and then after that, all hopes kind of died out after Anthony Edwards dropped forty-one points. A really great game, you know. I saw some Jordan-esque plays. Ah, uh, stop it! I saw some Jordan-esque plays. Astros, Astros at Braves. Me and he Coleman picked Braves. Anything. Brandon picked Astros again, picking against. The Braves are just a better team. I don't know, and they're at home. They're I don't know why. World Series. Yeah, but like the Braves favorites. are a better team this year. I like the Braves. I like the Braves in this. They're actually my favorite team. And the Astros are kind of they're kind of washed. If when you lose to the Twins, you know they're you're not washed. Washed. They're washed. You act like the Twins aren't a good team this year. They are a good team. They're a great team. Okay, watch when Hunter Brown is up there on the mound and it's shove day Dude, at Atlanta. Who's gonna sweep the mounds though? That's a real question. The grounds crew. Okay. Um. Anyway, moving next. on to Saturday, we got 76ers at Nets. We all pick 76ers. Trust the process. Is this going to be a sweep? Uh, I, I think Nets take one game, maybe. I don't really? Know. Maybe. Barkley Center? Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Next, we have the Suns at the Clippers. We all have the Suns winning um, on the road in uh, L.A. Uh, the Clippers did steal a game on the Suns, which I thought was very surprising the first game without Paul George. I think that was, wow. I, I, I really liked that game. Um, it's a very entertaining game to watch. Uh, I think CP0 is a bit washed. He needs to score more than, you know, eight points a game to, for his team. I, he, the problem is when he's scoring eight, eight points, I think the Suns expect him to not be a huge scorer. That's why they have weapons like Booker and KD. Uh, but at the same time, they expect him to not, you know, they, while, they, while they expect him to not score points, they expect him to get assists. And he's not doing that to the level he should be, in my opinion. I know he's getting old, but there's still some left in him. I think he can do more. Um, but it's exci- I'll, I'll be excited to see what I see in the future. And we got Grizzlies at Lakers. Uh, we all pick Grizzlies. But actually, Grizz. no. It says it says it says uh, Josh picked the Grizz. Who's the Grizz? Tell you about their full name, man. Show some respect wow. to the organization. I don't respect that organization. Um, okay. Anyway, Dylan Brooks talking some trash about LeBron after they won. Um, that was pretty pretty interesting. Probably could have gone over that in the news, but you know it's insignificant because I think uh, these neither of these teams will make it past the next round after this. Um, anyway, on Sunday we have the Blue Jays at the Yankees. Josh, Brandon, Brandon and I have the have the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. And and Josh is the Yankees. Brandon, tell us why. Tell the tell the people 
why our pick, the Blue Jays, is much better than the Yankees pick. The Yankees aren't doing so hot this year, are they? No, I mean, they're not doing that bad, but they're not doing as good. I believe on Sunday, the Blue Jays are supposed to have Kevin Guzman on the mound. I don't know who the Yankees are going to have, but Garrett Cole and Nestor Cortez aren't going to pitch, so that's clearly they're not going to win. And, yeah, the Blue Jays, we'll see. the only thing, the only worry I have about them is that Actually, I don't know what I With the Blue Jays, they did. They ended the Tampa Bay Rays winning streak. They, they beat did. them twice. Beat that. Won that series. They have one. I think they have a top three record in the MLB right now. I know it's early, but um, Josh is making some faces right here. It's like, oh, so what? Um, but I think right. the Yankees are going to lose this game. And if they and if they if they don't, then I'll. If the Yankees lose a game to some team in Canada, I'm gonna be upset. Dude, it's just not some team in Canada. It's the Toronto. It's the Toronto Blue Jays, not just some team. Some they're team. Kind of, they're Put some kind of, respect on their name. Nah, some team. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, more on the Cavs and at Knicks. We got another game like that. Uh, me and Cole, me and Coleman picked Knicks. So we switched. We flip flopped. The first game we picked was Cavs at Knicks. Uh, game three. This is game four. Uh, earlier, Brendan picked the Knicks, and uh, we both picked the Cavs. And now it's flip flop. It's flip flop. So Brendan <laughs> picked the Cavs, and we both picked the Knicks. What's what's the deal with this? Dude? He's trying to make up some ground. That's what it is. Yeah, he wants to make up some I'm ground not on Josh. Up ground at all, dude. The Knicks aren't going to win. It. It's four and five are playing together, right? They're playing against each other. Clearly, the Cavs are going to win. They're going. It's going to game seven. <laughs> So, I just yeah, flip it, dude. All right, then then next we got game four, a Kings and Warrior, Kings at Warriors. We all picked Warriors. I feel, at home. Yeah, I feel like the Kings are gonna win tonight though, Thursday. So again, this is game four. Draymond suspended for game three, but this is game four. Draymond will be back in full force. I'll be I think pissed off. Yeah, I think Kings get a three zero lead, and then Warriors win the fourth at home. And then Monday we got Bucks at Heat. We all picked Bucks. I mean, Giannis is coming back. Tyler Hero's um, out. Tyler Hero's out. I don't think that. Giannis Haslam's he, a fossil. Yeah. <laughs> what does he have to do with There's going to be a dust storm on the bench. <laughs> I mean, that's game four, so. Yeah. Do you think he'll make it past game seven, or do you think he's just going to collapse on the ground? Anyway, we got <laughs> sorry, Tuesday's sorry. game. Clippers. <laughs> Clippers go back to the Suns, and uh, me and Coleman actually pick Suns, and Brandon's picking against us all week. I mean, he's picking the Clippers. Brandon's up, and he's either going to go 13 0 or 0 and 13. There's no. I got to make up ground, dude. What there's no in between. So, wait, what game is that on? What day is it? Tuesday. This is on Tuesday. Tuesday. Maybe the game. F- That's game five. five. Yeah, game five. Um, this could be the end. If, Wait, if what the- did I put? Yeah. What do you mean? What did you put? Oh no, no, oh no, we're good. I thought I put. Bro, I, it. I thought the Clippers picks. were home. No, I think the Clippers do take this one in Phoenix. They've already done it before, man. Yeah, it doesn't mean they'll do it again without uh, PG <laughs> playoff P. Um, whatever. And then we got Maryland's at Philly. Maryland's. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm turning. I'm turning into Brandon. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. Okay. Next up on Wednesday, we got Mariners at Phillies. Uh, me and Coleman again picked together. I don't know how that happened. I picked first this time. Um, we both picked <laughs> Phillies, and um, Brandon picked against us once again. Picked the Mariners. Why is that, Brandon? Just wants to be different. <laughs> I just, I honestly, I like to make it interesting, man. And oh, you're gonna the, make it real interesting when you take the last spot. <laughs> you yeah. have to get punished. <laughs> this, this could, it could really flip all this, this entire thing. I might be able this to move week. up to second in this week. Yeah, no, if I it know. does, that I'll be so happy. Oh, the, thank the you. Mariner, the Phillies Here. are off. The Just Phillies are off. Give me some, man. Don't you dare dab him up on that. The, oh, my God. He's Phillies, selling. The Phillies are off to a bad start. He's turning into the Timberwolves. He's tanking. He thinks he gets the first overall pick. Dude, you don't get Wimby. Bro, bro thinks he's got Wimby and Yama on the lock. All right, and then I we do. got again. We got Heat at Bucks. That's game okay. five. These are just some Mickey Mouse games. We get, we get the Bucks. Uh, Bucks at home. Close it out. Pick. Win in five. I'm surprised Brennan didn't put Heat. Would you want me to put Celtics? Hawks. We, think, all know, bro, we all know that's not going to a game five. Sell, no, I'm saying I think I, I'm surprised you didn't put the Heat winning. Uh, that way you can make us some more ground. Well, anyway, that's our picks for the this upcoming week. And uh, is there anything else we got on the docket today? 
Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that was that's all we wanted to cover. Uh, again, NFL draft coming up this week. We're going to be doing a big episode on that next week. Uh, so it will be dropping the day after the first round. So next Friday. Uh, I, I want to thank everyone for showing out. I want everyone to make sure that they follow all of our socials. So on Instagram, it's show wildcards, S-H-O-W, like a show. And wildcards, like wildcards weekend. Um, so yeah, those words combined. You look that up. There's a link tree in the description of our Instagram. And you will find all of our social media. I want you guys to go check us out on TikTok. We're trying to hit 1,000 in the next couple of weeks. We're at 650 something right now. Um, go make that happen. I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in. Um, again, I'm one of your ho- co-hosts, Coleman Madland. I'm Joshua Sykes. I'm Brandon Harkey. Signing out. Peace. See you. Peace.